Welcome everyone into the Everyday Experience Podcast, a show called It's Probably You. I'm your host, LDP, and riding shotgun, I've got Jesus on the microphone. How are you today, my friend? I'm wonderful. So a little more tired than normal, but I'm good to go. I'm yeah. ready. No one can see the bags under my eyes. <laughs> I was going to say, we're not on video right now, so I think that you are in the clear, mm-hmm. but we are back with another episode and today we are diving a little bit deeper into our theme which is change. I know that this was going to be something that would be relatable to a lot of individuals but I felt like for where you and I were in our lives change felt like the operative theme. Yeah last time we were a little more just talking about the topic today you're going to deep dive right? Yeah we're going to go into the actual stages of it because honestly I wasn't aware that there are like legit stages when it comes to the overall thought process of change. Now, I have gone through change management from a corporate standpoint, and having learned a little bit more about yoga and meditation and like these ways that people deal with their mental thought processes, those to me felt very different than the actual stages of change. Because I feel like when I think about meditation, that seems very personal. Like I'm just going to think about something that I'm dealing with. And I look at these stages that we're going to talk about, and it's almost like you could be in any one of them at any point in time. It's a circle as opposed to like a straight line. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was the part. That was the part to me that really became fluid. You're just going to move around. And that's kind of it's kind of weird, right? Like you can go from being at one level to another level and something could trigger inside of you that pushes you all the way back. So we're going to talk a little bit about this and really the concept of the stages of change, a lot of it came from people who were dealing with like alcoholism and they were bouncing back from it and and different types of drug abuse and things like that. But it also was, this was kind of like cancer preventative research that took place. So I found the stages of change with the University of Rhode Island. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just at the stage, I kind of know the general, but I didn't deep dive like you. So I'm yeah. coming in as the as the viewer, <laughs> not knowing much about it, and just I'm going to give you my thoughts. Oh, no, absolutely. And, and what I've also done is I've looked at several books that we can talk about. Not today. We're not going to go into that today, but we are actually going to do a full episode on habits. Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there so people are aware that's coming down the pipeline because it's not just about change it's about the habits that you have and how that impacts change so what we're basically going to do is we're going to go through these stages and i want you to really like just tell me when things kind of resonate with you and i'll tell you what resonates with me because i've seen the whole entire cycle it's pretty cool so before i before i like you know go into each one of them let's just give the overall stages so that people can kind of digest them so there's pre-contemplation which is basically like i think i need to change something like something happened i think i need to change it then there's contemplation where it's like okay i'm probably going to start the process of changing something preparation like all right i need to remove these barriers to do it action maintenance and then unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you look at it there's relapse and lapse i i don't want to i don't want sh- to jump too far ahead but i i had one thought process about the idea of relapsing and I, and I think my my entire opinion has changed so let's go with the first step pre-contemplation is the stage at which there is no intention to change behavior in the foreseeable future many individuals in the stage are unaware or are not even like either under unaware or under aware of their problems okay so i messed that up i thought i i I, uh thought that pre-contemplation you actually thought that there was going to be a change that makes sense though you haven't you're 
You don't even know. You don't even know that you have something that would need to be changed. Okay. That one throws me off because I was thinking, oh, yeah, those things that you're like, oh, I'll work on that later, but you don't really do anything about it. That's, that's, kind of, that's what I thought that's pre-contemplation was, was too. Yeah. I thought that that was the same thing. So it's almost it's almost interesting that that's a part of the cycle, right? So Well, I, well, I guess for this one, it's more someone else would have to bring it to your attention, right? Someone that, has to come tell yes. you because you don't know. By definition, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, by the definition of this particular step, you're not even aware that there's a problem. Right. Which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Like, is it a problem that I have or is it a problem that you have as somebody who knows me and has to deal with me? That's why I think this is kind of an interesting step because it might not be something that automatically impacts me that I feel like it needs to change, but it might be impacting my relationship. Right. And so I'm unaware that this is happening. However, you and five other people around me are like, well, this is kind of annoying. You're like... Is it annoying or is it them? No. <laughs> well, that brings us into the next step, right? That's that's the contemplation. Is the stage in which people are aware that a problem exists. So this is where the awareness comes in, right? And are seriously thinking about overcoming it, but have not yet made a commitment to take action. Okay, that one makes sense. Because I think this is something that everyone does all the time. Where it's like, we talk a lot about getting healthy, right? People yep. go like, oh, I know I need the to New Year's healthy. resolution, the folks. New Year's resolution. Which I, I, I don't mean to make fun of it. Yeah, it's, I, that's, that's, a, that's a good example. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to make fun of it. I think that it's good to have that in the back of your mind. I just know that it needs to be actionable, which is why I like the fact that when you're contemplating, when you're in the contemplation stage, you haven't even taken any action. Right. And it's, you know, even in work setting, it's, you know, you need a new skill for the role you want, but... You, you just know it, you're not doing anything yet. I feel like there's this idea, right, that you just have time. And I think that just comes back to, like, humans, we always think that we just have more time. Like, we can always make up something that happened. Like, I'm, I'm even thinking about, like, when we, when we decided we were going to have a kid. Because at first, we didn't even know if we were going to have kids, right? Uh, and I talked to you about that. I talked to people about this. I didn't know if I was going to have a kid. And now that I've had her, I can't even imagine life without her. Like, not, that doesn't even make any sense to me. Like, I couldn't even fathom a life where she doesn't exist. So I was in the pre-contemplation stage, unaware that I would even want something like this. Then I started to think about it. And then we had to do the action to actually get it to happen. But it's just, it's interesting because I didn't really know if that was something that I wanted. Mm. And now that I'm, now that one change has created even more change. It's funny because you're talking about you're bringing up the how we always want to do it later, procrastinate. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was my thought. Well, it's funny because you went to like this life changing event. I went back to like high school and college. I was like, <laughs> I'll just do that paper in the morning. I'll just wake up at four and I'll do it in the morning. You know, put it off until I get. Well, done. this is the beauty of this, right? And I'm happy that you brought that up. And this is why I really was excited about this theme because of the fact that it can be as massive as. I'm having a child and it could be as small as maybe I should be a better studier. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't procrastinate as much as maybe I Maybe I shouldn't stay up playing games the long <laughs> night before this. Maybe that won't work. Okay, so we've gone through uh, the first two. Pre-contemplation, basically no awareness. Uh, and then contemplation where you have awareness and now you... It's all, this is where the decision comes in, in my mind. Like With the contemplation, that's where you have to make a decision to go into the next phase. Preparation... Which is a stage that combines, this is really, this is, this is pivotal, combines intention and behavioral criteria. 
Individuals in this stage are intending to take action in the next month and have unsuccessfully taken action in the past year. Interesting. That's so, typically what they see. So this is the research that they did right. at the at the University of Rhode Island. This was really about cancer prevention research and some of the things that they were looking at for people changing behaviors to try to get better. I believe I, I don't want to do too much of it. Well, we can link the, the actual page in there, but I don't want to go too deep into it. Um, but this was around people needing to actually change their behavior to get the change that they're looking for. And that, to me, is a massive step. Because if you don't actually change your mindset around something, which is what I was going to with the meditation and everything, if you don't change your mindset around the thing, then there's you're not going to make a change. You're not going to take any action. Yeah, this one makes me think a lot about movies. Stick with me. All right? I'll, I'll stick say, I'm going to stick with you on this one. Because in movies, they always make it this really dramatic point where something happens and that's what triggers you to want. Like they finally decide. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, now, the hero archetype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I had a kid. I'm going to stop drinking. Or, yeah. Oh, you know what? I got in a fight with my spouse. I'm going to do this now or that now. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be so dramatic, right? Right. It doesn't always have to be something big. Say, hey, I'm going to yeah. do it differently. But I do feel like, and you can tell me if you if you don't think this the, the same way, I do feel like for the majority of people, it usually takes a slap in the face moment for them to make a change. I know for me, it's typically, well, later on, like now where I am, I am a lot more self-aware. So I am trying to, it's almost like a, I'm, I'm almost like hyper-focused, yes. which is, I don't know if that's a trauma response. I don't know why. I'm like very hyper-focused, wanting to make sure that like I'm on top of things. Um, but I wasn't always like this. Well, see, it's funny because I take the opposite approach. I think that the slap in the face doesn't tend to work because I think people will react and they'll do it because of that. But it's not like you're going to get slapped in the face every week to keep you on track. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, how do you keep that momentum momentum going going, Yeah, yeah. when you've actually gotten to that point? Um, So let's go to the next phase, right? So... You, don't, you went from um, not being aware that there's a problem, so there's no awareness that there's something going on, to contemplation. You're, you've been made aware, but it doesn't mean you've done anything about it. You're preparing to potentially take a step, and then there's the actual action itself. So this is where an individual will modify their behavior, experiences, or environment in order to overcome their problem. Action involves the most overt behavioral changes and requires considerable commitment of time and energy. This is the step where I feel like most people will not get to. Yeah. This and that and that's just me. This is the step that I feel like most people will not get to. And I always use the New Year's resolution example. Well, because yeah, it's way more fun to daydream than to do. You know, so. it, it really is. It's and I, I even find myself in that because you know I'm I'm constantly being like I should create more i should do more things and there is something really beautiful about preparing to do the things there's something really magical about taking notes and writing out a plan and doing all that there is there's the work right like the actual work diving into it taking action is really hard to do and i don't think as a society we think about how difficult it is to actually take action because it's just expected. Well, yeah, and well, even the taking action is where all the risk is, right? While you're preparing, there's no real risk. It's yeah. just you preparing. Yeah. As soon as you take the action, now something can go wrong. Yep. That's when it gets scary. Yeah. So. I also think it gets scary because now that you've taken the risk, you have to deal with the consequences. Yeah. So if you try something and you like, you write out this amazing plan, 
everything looks great on paper. You're feeling really confident and strong about it. And then it actually comes out. People look at it because now once you've taken that actual action and you put a plan in place and you're working on it, now it's subject to critiques. It's subject to other people's opinion. Uh, it's subject to like not actually working the way that you thought it was going to do. And not everyone wants to take something, see that it's kind of crap, and then <laughs> have to redo it. And I think a lot of the corporate world, right, going back to that, yep. of, like in that environment, you have a lot of people who are like, we should be doing this, we should be doing that, this is how it would be better. Mm-hmm. But not a lot of people who is like, this is how it should be done, let's do it, and then jumping into it. Or right? giving examples. Right. That, okay. Yeah, like come with something built out. Yeah. Like if you come with something already built out, you're more likely to get people on board. Most people don't want to change. Like let's just call it what like let's just go ahead and call it what it is, which is why I was in love with this theme. Most people do not want to change because comfort is what as humans, we are built to be comfortable. Comfort's nice. <laughs> comfort is really freaking is nice. nice. It's really nice to be comfortable. It's really nice to not have to deal with other people and not have to deal with um, any type of friction, right? Because all you're doing when you stay comfortable is making sure that you don't have friction. Right. That's that's it. You don't have emotional friction, mental friction. There's nothing. You're just in your nice little bubble. But you can't grow that way. You can't get any better that way. If you stay there, it's where you're always going to be. So I have seen examples, especially in the corporate world, where it's in people's mind easier to stay where they are than it is to like actually overhaul something. Yeah, but I also see it in the other way. Look at me just going against you. I know this is the. I mean, if if, if we just sat here and had the same opinions, we would have had that sports podcast that never worked. (laughs) (laughs) I think of the the corporate world again. Sorry to stick there, but you're. No, it's good. I think it's a good spot. People don't want to change, and that's true. I I might agree with that part that, you know, change is scary, and only certain people will implement it. But then I feel like sometimes it gets forced, right? People try to force Mm -hmm. in that change. Yeah. And then that causes the friction of the people not wanting to do that. Yeah. Because. They don't feel like it's going to be an effective change. It doesn't align with yeah. them. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't align. The plan and, is. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, change, there's a reason we're avert to it. Because when you're comfortable, you're safe. Oops, sorry about that. Everyone. Oh, we got the monkey shoulder going, guys. Don't yeah, worry. I, I made us whiskey sours yeah, to get. <laughs> I made us whiskey sours to start this episode off. Uh, shout out monkey shoulder. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it, there's the reason we want to not have changes because once we're safe, that's we know it works. Yeah. And then there's a reason for that because sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. things go really wrong. So, yeah. you know, push back a little bit. But yeah, that, that's all I wanted to say. Oh, but you know what, though? Because while we're on this, because this is really important, because I think that the preparation is probably in my mind, you have to, we've talked about this, right? So you have to have self awareness or awareness in general. I think awareness in general is really important. We've talked about that a lot, right? So to me, the awareness is, according to this, is the contemplation stage, right? So I think that that's a pretty important stage. But next is the action, like preparing and moving things out of the way, like we talked about. You can prepare and prepare and prepare and never take any action. That's why this was kind of, it kind of flipped on my head for me because I read this the first time and I was convinced that preparation was the most important stage. Like when I started to read through it, because I thought about my own behaviors. Like my behavior is if I want to do something, as you know, besides teaching yoga classes, which we won't know, whatever. <laughs> but like if I want to do something personally, I'm going to research the crap out of it. 
I'm going to figure out whether it costs money, whatever. Like, I'm going to figure out how I can actually do the thing, right? I'm going to go and I'm going to make it happen. But I know I'm going to take that, that action. So the action isn't really important to me because I know I'm going to do the action part. So as I'm reading through this, I, I'm really excited to talk to guests. And because what I'll be doing is sending them this as part of their notes. And I'm really excited to hear what they think about this and what, what element to them is important. We'll also do an Instagram poll. Like, we'll, we'll get you guys involved on this. But um, I know it's a lot, a lot to say that action is way more about where the person is like mentally, the, where they are emotionally, than I gave it credit for. Right. Well, to me, like action, it's to me the most important step because if you just keep acting every time, then that change becomes permanent, right? Yes. Habit, which we'll yeah. get to. I guess, yeah, yeah. We'll get to we'll get to habit later on in, in this season because I I think you can't have the change without like really impacting the overall habits, the overall behavior that takes place, and this this leads us perfectly into the next one. And I thought this one was really cool too, though. Maintenance. So it's kind of what you were just talking about. Maintenance is the stage in which people work to prevent relapse and consolidate the gains attained during action for addictive behaviors. This stage extends from six months to an indeterminate period past the initial action. Well, this is where I think the, even though I think action is the most important step, I think preparation step helps you succeed longer because mm-hmm. you're removing yeah. the obstacles in the way yeah. that you're going to yeah. kind of get in your own head about. And then you do that and then you do the action and then you're less likely to stop doing it. Yeah. You've put time into it. You've removed some of the stuff that's frustrating. To me, this really does come down to the person, right? right. It really, It's really going to come down to like, how do you see things as an individual? Do you see the world as um, like black and white and very much like I just have to do these check boxes? Are you the type of person that knows that you're liable to fall victim to like relapse and that you're somebody who can be easily influenced that's another thing that comes in when i think about this is like the people who give in easily to peer pressure like i i I know i was gonna say for those who didn't see jesus raised his hand like i don't give in easily to peer pressure um but i'm and i'm also willing to get get rid of people who i think are toxic in my life like i'm not afraid to just be like uh i think this is toxic I'm going to go ahead and cut this off. Not everybody has that mentality. So it's, I don't know. Like I, I'm just taking a step back and thinking about just how robust this actually is. Like, right. like, man, this is, this is, this is big. When you think about what it can do for a person to remove a barrier, to know that there's something that you need to change and then to go and actually act on, on top of that. It's kind of scary. Well, this is something everyone already does, you know, subconsciously. We're all doing all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when you stop to put it into perspective and, like, think about it logically, it it can help you identify stuff in your life right now that you're in a particular part of the step, and then you'll be more successful in moving to the next part. Yeah. If you want to. Well, I I don't think you can progress without something like this. Right. Yeah, right. Like, the reason why I liked understanding the change model within business and, like, the, the steps of change and I don't think we're gonna talk we're in, I don't think we're gonna tackle that this season because it's it's more of a corporate like the change management that's more of a corporate thing right I don't know if we're gonna tackle that this particular Fun, but not for the podcast not not really for the podcast it is fun to really think about it but the reason why that really worked well for me is as someone who's been in leadership 
and, you know, have to lead other people and be around other people and, and try to motivate other people, understanding these types of steps made it easy to know where the person was. Because if I know where you are, I can I can help you to find a solution. I was not the type of person that gave you answers. I don't like to give people answers. As, as a father, I don't intend on giving my daughter answers. What I do want to do is help her critically think to get to answers. Yeah, I mean, on paper, yes, but man, it's gonna be it, hard. it gets it's hard, man. <laughs> it, gets, it gets hard when you're like tired and then you've, it's uh, for all of you, the SpongeBob fans out in the world, if you're young enough watching that, was that an episode where he's trying to teach Patrick how to open a jar? <laughs> yes. And that, when you go through the instructions enough times and the person still doesn't do it, you hit this desperation point where you're just like, just. Just do it this way. One of my one of my favorite exercises that I've ever seen done with training uh, when I went through like I think this was years ago. Um, they said at, they had all of us going through training, and there were a couple of us who were going to be training other people. So they put us through an exercise where you have to tell somebody how to make peanut butter and jelly. Have you ever gone through an exercise like that? No, but uh, is it one of those you have to get the exact? You have things? to like literally. So like what they did is they have the trainer stand up at the at the in front of everybody. They have all this bread, all this peanut butter, and all this jelly, and you're supposed to give directions on how to actually make peanut butter and jelly. So what do most people say? They're like, you start with bread. So then like the person's like, well, I have the whole thing, and like they, I just remember the instructor just taking the whole thing of bread and putting it down, and be like, all right, so what do you want me to do? And they're like, oh wait, open up the bag. Yeah. And he's like, well, how do I open up the bag? What do I do? They, well, you have to take the twist tie off to then open up the bag. So to your point, it's really easy to say, like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Just like what we're talking about here. Things are going to change. But in, let's take it back. Things will change no matter what, right? So we've gone through the cycle. We've talked about the cycle. I want to ask you a question. What do you think is more important? Having a plan for how you want things to go or living in the moment? Ah, God. This is, I want to say living in the moment, moment meaning you just do. Yeah, you're just just doing it. You're just doing it. See, I feel like the world has ruined these fun answers for me (laughs) because I want to say just do it. Yeah. But now, and I, not to get all crazy, but I feel like a lot of like big companies will just do it and then they don't think about the repercussions and they yeah. deal with them later. Yeah. So my fun answer is just do it. That's the only way you're going to go. I think that's more important. Yeah. My like real answer is like, well, you should plan for the repercussions and what your actions are going to do yeah. for others and then implement. Well, and that's why I want to ask you that because when I think about this change and what we've talked about, if we're going to say that maintenance, you know, that stage in which people work to prevent relapse and consolidate their gains what the, what I'm what I read that what I'm basically hearing is when I'm trying to maintain I've already gone through every single other step and I am just trying to hold on for dear life to what I've already accomplished and I'm trying to grow on top of it right so once you get to a point where you're maintaining right I've already done it I've accomplished X amount because they literally say you're trying to consolidate the goal, the gains that you've made. You're stacking wins on top of wins. That's how I'm reading this maintenance. I'm stacking my wins on top of my wins. So when do you get to a point when it's less about the plan in the end and more about living in the moment? Like how far do you have to go with your change in order to just enjoy 
as opposed to keep working at it. I guess once it becomes a habit that you don't really have to put a lot of thought and effort into. So once it becomes second nature, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of where my head went, right? Like, in order for this to really work, you have to get to a point where you've sustained this for so long. Whatever it is that you want to change, you have to get to a point where you've sustained it long enough that now it's just a part of your lifestyle. It's second nature, and you just do it without even thinking. Um, and if you don't do it, you can like feel it somehow, you know, that you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Do you have anything like that? Gotta, before we close out, I got to make it harder. Both of us. Cause I'm thinking myself, like, what do I have? That's like that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I do, but I'm just not thinking about it. So, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't come up in my mind cause it just becomes second nature. Yeah. Um, you put me on the spot. I had to. And I'm panicking. I'm panicking. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't think of one. On they the need spot. to see the panic. All right, I'll go. I'll go. You yeah, keep thinking. You go first. You go first. So I, uh, I actually had a conversation about this. Uh, it was when we did that. Remember, like it was. I don't even know what season it was. Maybe it was season four and season five, um, where I did the thirty day yoga challenge. Yep. I did the challenge, and that became a, a habit because it was something that I enjoyed doing, and then it became a habit. And then next thing I know, we have the opportunity to go through training. I do the training, seven taught, whatever. Uh, I did the training. And now it's like if I go more than a few days without it, I can feel it in my body. But to me, that's a little bit different than if you want to read more. Like if you want to get into reading books and you go through the process of changing so you can read books. To me, that's different. Physically, I can tell because I was a wrestler, dude. I got pinched nerves. I've got knee pain. I got aches. So by doing yoga, I can physically feel the difference as opposed to if I was just somebody who was just trying to do a habit that doesn't physically impact you. You don't, you're not feeling it if you don't do it. Ah, see, I hate this because I mentioned this before because I like the beginning parts of starting something. And then I, like I know, I know. <laughs> so like, I'm I'm thinking of all these things I'm just I've started doing, and I'm like, gave that one up, gave that one up, <laughs> restarted that one. The only one right now that comes to mind is I'm trying to get back into gardening. So oh, I have okay. Been watering my plants every Look, morning. We got to water. You got to start with watering the plants. Yeah, I'm a terrible gardener, so like sure I can't I can't say anything to you. I'm terrible. Making sure like I'm moving them into the sun in the mornings. So that, that's become a little bit of a routine. Yeah. But, I mean, that's been going on for like a month now. So you can't really count, count that. You know? Yeah. No, that's absolutely fine. And honestly, this is this has been a lot of fun. I, I, I really wanted to dive a little bit deeper into this because I thought it was important to lightly lay that like groundwork for everybody so that they can understand why this was something that we want to talk about. And we have several episodes that are going to be centered around change. And, the, and not just the change cycle, but just change in general we're going to make sure this is fun for you guys we'll have um, ways for you to interact with us and everything along the way so don't you worry i'll be putting up instagram polls and all of that but we didn't hit on the the other element of this in the last part of this so we talked about pre-contemplation contemplation preparation action maintenance and then there's relapse and lapse um and i i i kind of hinted at this at first i thought relapse was a was a bad thing but then i realized that in my mind, and you can tell me what you think. And I, and I didn't write down the definition of relapse. I feel like most people know what that means. You've gone, you've kind of gone back into said behavior, said action that you were trying to change. I thought it was a bad thing, but then I realized that's just my overachieving mind. That that's my my mind. I am an overachiever at my at my very core. 
Uh, I like tasks. I like completing tasks. And then if I complete the task, that means I get the reward. That's like how I operate. But that doesn't necessarily mean that if I were to fail, that I've done something wrong. Like relapsing to me doesn't feel wrong. It just feels like you need to go back through it. Right. It's, so. I mean, it's just that such a negative connotation. You know? Yeah, that's, that's why. Yeah, because every it's like every movie, like the movie starts like we were talking about like movies and like books and things where they're trying to like portray a character, you know, their negative tendency. They relapse back into it. They're doing the same thing again. This is so terrible. They make this big deal about it. Well, follow me, okay? I'm with you. I'm I'm sticking with you. (laughs) I think of this comment post that happened on Reddit. Yeah, where I don't know if you know this, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's huge on Reddit. He oh, I didn't know that. Posts, no. Right. So there was somebody who was like, "Hey, I know this is pandering, but like," and he was posting to Arnold. He's yeah. like, "Can I just get Arnold to just give me some motivation? Because I've been going to the gym, but I didn't go yesterday, and like, I don't feel like going today, and I'm just feeling like I'm I'm messing." Yeah, up, you're, you know? yeah. And Arnold was like, "Hey, man, like, stop beating yourself up. Like, yeah, you didn't go. Yeah. If you needed that day for rest and you weren't into it." That's okay. Just get back on it yeah. when you feel like going. Like just because you missed it that one time, you relapsed into your old habit. Yeah, doesn't mean that you have to stay in that. Stage, exactly. Right? You can still move back and you can kind of get back onto the boat. Yeah. Now he didn't use relapse in his words. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, no, I like it. I like what you did there. Yeah, yeah. So. but I also think that you just hit on something that's really important and the perfect way to close it. We're gonna go through this, and it's not because we want to sit on our high horse and talk about the things that we feel like we've done right. I, I've literally been very vocal about the fact that I still haven't hit on goals that I set for myself. And that's that's not typical of my behavior. But I still feel really confident that if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it because that's what the track record has shown. So for those of you who are trying to go through change, trying to live through a change or trying to even like enact the change right now, just know the two of us got your back. We're rooting for you. We want to see you come out the other side winning. We'll, I'll have the link for this in the show notes so that you guys can see it uh, and actually go to the site and read through it. There's a lot more about this uh, and more to come on the on this season. But yeah. before we close out, what do you, what do you have? Nothing. Sir. That, that's it. I'm excited for the season. We've got some great guests lined up. Uh, it's going to be awesome. We mentioned last time, but we're all back in-person recordings, which is nice. Yeah. So another good season. I cannot wait. Uh, remember, you can find us on Instagram at it's underscore probably underscore the letter U and our website, www.itsprobablyyou.com. And remember, if at any point you feel guilty, it's, it's probably, probably you. you.